welcome back to Passing Time with Craig the Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Craig McFarland, and uh, I'm very excited about this one because he was on my podcast the old time when it was Zoom days. <laughs> the OG. <laughs> the OG. <laughs> when it was Zoom and boring and, uh, you know, delay in conversation, which there might still be today. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? There's thinking time. <laughs> There's thinking time. time. Exactly. Uh, but it is uh, my friend, uh, Ben Price. Hi, Craig. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's funny because everybody else who I've had on the show, I just say like their first name. <laughs> oh, I'm a full name <laughs> but person. But you're a full name person. Yeah. It happens. I, there's those There's those people. Yeah. Yeah. My partner's like that. Yeah. My Well, this is actually funny. My mom texts me the other day and was like, I have a funny story. She called me immediately. She was talking to my grandma. And my grandma was like, can you ask Tori Dar this question? And I don't remember what question it was, but she said Tori Dar. And my mom was like, why are you saying Tori Dar? She's like, well, that's her name, isn't it? She was, well, yeah, it's Tori. Oh, I thought her name was Tori Dar, the full thing. Like, Come on, grandma. But she's a full name person. We're both full name people. Yeah. 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 I mean. We're like Cher. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Cher's one. <laughs> Still a full name. <laughs> full name. But I think it is because you are, you know, um, short name. <laughs> yeah, could be. Like, mine's Craig McFarlane. <laughs> People yeah, aren't no really going saying to. That. No, no one's like, that's Craig. Yeah. That's it. It's also not a lot of Craigs. <laughs> really? It's not as common as people think. Hmm. Yeah, I would have thought there would be more cranks. I was actually I at, I was I at a wedding on Saturday, and one of the uh, I was the officiant, and I'm seeing no big deal. Okay, humble uh, brag here. That was your way of tossing <laughs> that in, just in case you have a wedding coming up. But Craig, <laughs> MC and officiant. One of the servers was like, <laughs> he's like, it's Craig, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, my name's Craig too, so I knew I'd remember that. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, we're great. And he's like, there's not a lot of us. He's like, nope. He's like, he's like, it could be worse. We could be Greggs. I was like, oh, yeah. oh so many Greggs. Fuck the Greggs. Well, you know, my, my actual name is not Ben. No. Yeah. And it's not Benjamin. Yeah. It's Benton. Yeah. There's no <laughs> Bentons around. Why Benton? Um, it's actually quite a sad story. Oh, do you want to hear it? <laughs> it's a podcast. Now everyone yeah. wants to hear it. So when my mom and dad first got together, yeah. they had this, this family friends and they had a young child and his name was Benton and they became really close with him. They weren't planning on having kids just yet. They weren't even married. Actually, my, my parents and they babysat him and they played with him all the time and they t took him to baseball games, whatever, just family friends. He was quite a bit older than me, obviously, because they weren't married yet. And he grew up to be in theater, and he was quite different, and he got bullied, and he ended up committing suicide. He oh. took his own life because he was not happy in this. He, I think he was also gay, mm. um, and, and that time, that was not acceptable at all. So yeah. my parents were really hurt by this. They were upset that they had lost him. So when they had me... They named me after this kid that they had oh. fallen in love with. Oh, that's yeah. really nice. And then I grew up to be theater kid and bullied and, and uh, you know, <laughs> the same. Yeah. So, Yeah, maybe yeah. it's just the name. It's just the name. For those listening who are thinking, oh, Benton's Don't nice. Don't name your kid Benton because <laughs> he will be bullied and he will, yeah. Don't name it Craig because he'll get bullied too. He'll, yeah, well. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't have kids. Just <laughs> honestly, the way the world is right now. Yeah, don't. just don't do it. Yeah, it's not. Don't bring someone into this. No. Yeah. No. But that's the story. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. So I'm, very, I'm proud of the name. Yeah. Uh, but it's not very theatrical. 
So, you know, as as you've noticed, Ben Price is yeah. a, a good, it's memorable theatrical that nice name. little yeah. cut. Yeah. I'm doing, so, I so forgot that audio. No one can see this, Greg. <laughs> I forgot audio podcast. People can't see hosted, <laughs> hosted a podcast much? <laughs> this, is a, uh, this is exactly how I knew this podcast was going to go. <laughs> Disaster. Off the rails. <laughs> off the rails. Okay. So, for those who don't know you, which stupid people yeah god <laughs> and those who don't bully you <laughs> yes yeah they you, know me you are a magician i am yeah neat <laughs> <laughs> end of conversation yeah. cool moving what on uh, <laughs> yeah i'm a professional magician have been for the last i so i realized this someone asked me on on a ship my last contract yeah. like, how long have you been doing this and i was like ah oh, like eight years no 12 wow yeah i was i i never even thought about it and i was like eight years seems like a short amount of time it's 12 years 12 now years that i've wow. been doing it professionally yeah this and uh it's i mean i love it you know this i know this yeah. i'm i'm obsessed with magic yeah. i think you're a real wizard i am <laughs> Uh, we've that's got, the secret <laughs> i've gotten to employ you a couple times i don't know what's going on with my mic there <laughs> oops we're good i don't know what's happened there um I've got to employ you a couple times. A couple times. And employ. I mean, I... I you get me work. I That's get employee. you work. Somebody yeah. else pays for it. T- yeah, I guess. <laughs> Either way, you you book. Um, you book me. Yeah, and because you're a fantastic magician, you've come to Bourne twice for the Halloween shows. Yeah. Three times? Th- three times. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, the last year was the third. Wow. Because there was two stand-up versions, and then this year we did the new thing That's with right. the close-up, which I loved. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you like close-up magic. I love close-up magic. It's so different, and I don't get to do it that often because where I work, people want to, you know, 500, 600, 1,500 people want to be able to see. Right. And close-up magic is not for a group of 500 people. So, I don't get to do it that often. So, this year, we were like, well, let's try something new, and we set up a little close-up table. We did, like, what, 11 to 15 people at a yeah. time? It was awesome. We did three or four groups. Yeah, it was yeah. super fun. It was cool. Um, just more intimate, and yeah, I feel like going and seeing a, a large show is really cool and unique, but yeah. then it is seeing this close-up stuff that you're like, how the fuck is he doing this? <laughs> I will also point out that when I do a normal show, it's not like cut people in half and, yeah. <laughs> you know, like doves out of my sleeves and stuff. It is still mind reading with single You've people. you lost people. They want the doves. They want the doves. <laughs> they do. Um, but the close-up stuff, while it's the same stuff you might see on stage, just being 15 people, you feel more involved. Yeah. Whereas a group of 500 people, they watch me do this with one person in the crowd or like six people up on stage. And they're like, that was cool. Yeah. He read their minds, but I'm not part of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it, and that's just kind of, I think, well, there's, I would say, I mean, and you probably know, better know, know this better. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> you probably know this better that, um, it's like half the people want to be part of the trick, and the other half are like, don't pick me. There's two types of people that come to a magic show. Those that want to see the magic show and be a part of it, and those that those people brought. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, and sometimes you turn those people who were plus ones into magic lovers, and sometimes they leave hating it more than when they came. Yeah. Um, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still have their their partners or whoever yeah. dragged them still along. Still have one of you. Yeah, I have one. So 50% retention is fine with me. <laughs> and what is it that got you into magic? 
Oh, um, I think my love of puzzles, honestly. Hmm. I love, like, as any kid does, I saw my first magician probably at, like, a Christmas party. Yeah. I remember, I know I saw one at a Legion Christmas party. My family would go to the Legion Christmas party thing every year when I was a kid, and they always had a magician. And even then, I was pretty critical of, of magic, as I am now. Yeah. People probably know this. Well, if you know me, you know that I'm I'm like, magicians suck. We suck <laughs> as, a, as a people. Because um, we're doing the same stuff over and over again. And I was probably pretty critical at that time, even. Like, this <laughs> linking rings, garbage. Um, but I saw a magician, and I tried to puzzle it out and figure it out. And I loved that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and then I got a kit. And was able to, I wasn't able to puzzle out because they taught you, obviously, in these books. And, um, yeah, it was just, I guess, trying to figure things out and puzzle things out. And then being able to turn those puzzles into things that could fool other people or yeah. give other people that that feeling. When I first started, I think that's what was interesting about it was I was able to give you the feeling of trying to puzzle it out. I wasn't a very good magician because I would show you the trick and then you'd try to figure it out. And they'd be like, no, this is how it works. Because <laughs> um, I love that. And now I love the, the entertainment factor right. of it where I can, you know, fool you and make you feel cool about being fooled. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you and I are pretty similar people, which I think is why we get along. Mm -hmm. um, we both like to Don't entertain. Say along. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I thought we got along. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. You hate me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just I've like I've just been flipping you off the whole time yeah. like you suck <laughs> that's exactly I forgot yeah I'm sorry <laughs> which is why you never respond to my text it's unless true, it's right. like business or yes. like able to help you out uh, yeah. when I'm like hey wanna grab you wanna a coffee do a show? no fuck off <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> well what I was gonna say is <laughs> we're similar because um we enjoy entertaining people and like bringing joy to them. Yes. But you and I, like when I'm trivia daddy, there's nothing like better than I make fun of myself first and then I can make fun of other people. Right. And that's so much fun to just make people feel stupid. So much fun. <laughs> I love that. I'm, I get this a lot and it's not that I try to be, but I'm a very sassy performer. Yeah. I have this persona. I'm, People are often quite surprised because like at a corporate event, I'll sit and eat dinner with the main table and I'm super quiet. And if they ask questions, I'll answer. But then I get up there and I'm just ripping people apart. Oh, yeah. Because that's, I don't know, that's my stage persona. And it just like a, I don't know, I try to make I, magic more adult. And I think just a, and a fun adult show is just, you know, getting roasted and yeah. seeing some fucking card tricks. Exactly. Um, not that that's my show. I don't want to say <laughs> roasting and card tricks. Um, but yeah, I love that. I lo and I don't make fun of myself first. It's mostly the crowd that mm. gets the brunt of the, the jokes. But I get bullied a lot. So that's why I make fun of myself first. Yeah, then, well, because then it takes away their power. <laughs> I think be, I, and I think this is why. We, we Because we got bullied, we yeah. have all these things in our brain. We're like, well, this is... I can use that. Yeah. Turned into bullies ourselves, I guess. Yeah. But well, because if, <laughs> if we had said these things to the bullies... We oh, would have gotten our ass pummeled. kicked. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We're not the like we're not the Chris Pratt's of the world. <laughs> there are still there are still moments where I'm like, okay, I'm in trouble. I've yeah. said something. I've gone too far. Um, 
my sister was with me once at an event because she was it was in lethbridge where i was born and raised and so my sister was there um filming for me it's like yeah. the great opportunity you can come along and just film and it was for a casino and they had all like the pit bosses who are giant people yeah and there was this woman who was in like high heels she had the highest heels on she was so buff like just fit as heck and she was talking the whole show like she was drunk it was a christmas party she'd been drinking a little intoxicated and i i roasted her and people were laughing ha 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 yeah that you know what janine whatever her name was like that so (laughs) so janine like she's she's a mouthy one and i said something and everyone laughed and she was she got pissed she stood up and she was like let's go outside let's fucking go outside and her boss is like whoa like it's just a show sit down you'll be fine my sister in the back filming is like Oh, what is going like what are we gonna do i have to he's gonna get his ass kicked yeah. they had to calm her down so it still happens i still say things sometimes that people are like i'm gonna kick your ass now yeah it's never happened but it could it, i'm rooting for it <laughs> yeah, fair enough <laughs> i hope you get your ass kicked i really hope i can't wait to see that black eye photo yeah yeah <laughs> said the wrong thing I, I will say i have tried to tame myself down a little bit and move into more of like a storytelling yeah. magician kind of vibe era um which i did i think at the last born show it yeah. was more you know there was still those clips and it was still fun for everyone but it was less aggressive yeah yeah well i know like when i'm hosting i have i definitely contain and maintain figure out okay this is my trivia tuesday here so these are all my regulars yeah i know most of these people know these people become they come most tuesdays or a couple tuesdays a month yeah um so i know them and i know i can make fun of them uh and they're they know who i am 100 and it's when it's the new people they're like oh and then it's always when i do corporate gigs as well when you're like Hmm. how do you, how far do you go with yeah. this corporate audience that that's what i really love though you you don't like that you I, don't like I, the I, new feeling i don't it's it's it i'm like okay the one hand it's a corporate thing yeah the other well some of them they're drinking some mm-hmm. of them they're not depends on what it is um i'm also considering the fact that they hired a guy named trivia daddy <laughs> yeah like come on what are you expecting they're a cool group <laughs> yeah yeah obviously they and have to know what they're getting yeah, into it's mostly the um <laughs> yeah it's the afternoon going to somebody's like office i'm like oh yeah might be a little little more uh, like a, a tamer show yeah or or this past um uh, recently i did a uh, bingo and bingo daddy's a lot more inappropriate right bingo daddy just <laughs> i love that every daddy has its own like, oh they're very light yeah <laughs> bingo, bingo daddy is a fucking slut like he is he talks about his dating life or <laughs> sex life far too much uh, <laughs> but this time i got hired to do it for a uh like hockey fundraiser for like like kid hockey fundraiser oh. but it was just the parents oh, okay but i still was in the mentality that i'm like these are a bunch of hockey parents in alberta yeah yeah <laughs> are they gonna appreciate my <laughs> when i dr- call i-16 i say i-16 as i told kevin spacey <laughs> Did they like that? <laughs> I didn't do that one. Oh, okay. But didn't I did try. I did my God, I'm gonna get I did my <laughs> B fourteen 
R. Kelly's mantra. <laughs> oh, you didn't. Did it like that one? They, some of them got it. Some of them they didn't. They're like, ha Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's funny because I always say like, you call me Craig or Bingo Daddy or just Daddy. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that like love saying Daddy. And yeah. There was some, definitely some hockey dads who kept be like, "Come on, Craig!" <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, of no course. No one shouts yeah. out Craig. This is weird. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not acknowledging you yeah. <laughs> until you say it right. Yeah. Like you haven't won bingo. You might have the line. Yeah, but you're not getting the you're prize getting until you say until you say daddy. Daddy. <laughs> and they wouldn't. No. They would. They would die on that hill. And then there's a few of them that just like, yeah, I'm saying daddy. Huh? Yeah, this yeah. is fun. Oh, it's good. <laughs> what, what what a good time. I also like wore like a stampede wrestling shirt and a plaid shirt, and I was like, yeah. Alberta. Alberta. I'm straight. <laughs> Sleeves are cut off. Yeah. It's tied in, uh, above the stomach. <laughs> I'm straight. I saw that picture. Actually, yeah. I think I commented oh, on yeah. it. Like, you nailed the nailed straight it. Alberta yeah. look. I mean, the trucker hat really helps. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's your look, though. It you is. Got, you got the trucker hat yeah. look all the time. Yeah. Hmm. It's who I am, which is weird. It's weird. <laughs> that is weird. But uh, it's a good look. Yeah. So, more about me. Uh <laughs> We talk about you. It's important to talk about you. You probably don't talk about you all the time. This is the time this to is talk <laughs> about yourself. My family would say otherwise. We were talking about you because we were saying how how different we were in terms of our love oh, of yes. the audience. Yes. Because I love a new audience. I thrive on that because I want to get to know. I love the challenge of having to get to know them within the first like five minutes of yeah. the show um, to be able to give them a good rest of the 50 minutes, you know? I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And because you must have this go-to tricks and jokes be like, okay, this is going to, this will be able to tell me who these people are. Yeah. The nice thing about the, my show is like yours is kind of always different because you've got different trivia questions and whatnot and all these things and different jokes you have to come up with. My show is all, well, not always unless, unless I write a new show, but that's just rehearsal and practice. For the most part, my show is always the same. I know that I'm going to start with this trick. This trick comes second. I even, I have the set list in my case cause I'll forget. I yeah. don't, I don't pay attention to those things because I can pick up the trick and do it without thinking. And that's what gives me the freedom to, kind of play with the crowd so knowing my material really well is important so i can react to things that are happening in the moment with a new crowd right that's what i like just getting to know my material well enough that i can focus on what's actually going to give them the best show because you can do like someone can stand up there and do these tricks but if they can't interact with the crowd in a, a fun and entertaining way in that style of show it's not worth seeing no it's definitely yeah. not um yeah, I think like you could be a like super talented um, magician, but if you don't have the stage presence, <laughs> well, and that's the thing with like social media now. Yeah. Social media magicians, yeah, you can do some cool finger flicking stuff and like cardistry and all this really cool visual stuff, but they can't stand in front of a even one person and do a trick yeah one because it's angle sensitive like you have to be facing them as a camera would be and they've never spoken to a real person before (laughs) like they don't know they sit on their couch and do a card trick that only works online yeah um which is super weird it's cool but magic is supposed to be in front of people i do obviously magic on social media but that's to get my you know 
get a real booker to see that and go, right. well, that guy's cool. Let's bring him in. I can do a show in front of people. And then they meet you and they're like, he's not cool. He's not cool. We this shouldn't have booked him. He should do magic online more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one's Ben Price? The one who should do magic the one online that more. Be. Yeah, we, we booked him and it wasn't good. He stood and didn't do anything right. It was awful. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Well, okay. So I want to get into, we mentioned, okay. <laughs> let's get into Ooh, it. Here we go. <laughs> um, we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Cruise ships. Yeah. This has been really cool. It's been so cool. You get to go on cruise ships and perform magic. It's a wild thing to think about. Like I still, every time I get on a ship and I get to the theater and go to do my tech, I'm like, this is my job. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah, so I think I'm going into my third year now. Um, I have an agent. Like, luckily, over COVID, I was doing these online shows with a company in San Francisco. I won't go into all that. It's a really deep thing. Um, <laughs> but I met this other host who was doing these shows because he wasn't doing cruise ships. He's an agent. Um, his name's Gary. Super nice guy. I love Gary. Gets me a lot of work. But he books for cruise ships. And he's like, I saw your reel. It'd be really cool if when cruise ships come back, we can send you out. Sure enough, they did. Yeah. He sent me out to my first cruise ship. It was awesome. I was so sick. So seasick. Oh. Like, it was... I was crying in bed oh. on the phone with my, my mom and Tori. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm <laughs> throwing up. Um, I couldn't even stand up. Wow. Got over that, luckily. And yeah, now I've been... Just last year, I was in 19 different countries. Wow. And that's because I do card tricks, which is so <laughs> weird. Like, a, it's just so weird. But it's an awesome gig. They, they pay for everything. They get you there. They get you home. For the most part, they put you up in a really nice accommodation. When you're on the ship, you eat for free. Um, and my contracts, I go on as a guest entertainer. So in the day... I'm just another guest oh, on nice. board, so I can do whatever a guest can do. There are certain limitations and whatnot, because you're obviously not paying to be there. But yeah, it's amazing. And then at night, you do a little show. That's so cool. Yeah. And people are enjoying it, clearly. So, <laughs> yes, people enjoy it. The weird part about cruise ships is... Like, if you're going on a cruise, you pay to go on the cruise. Right. You do not pay, for the most part, for anything else on the ship. So, the entertainment at night and the food or whatever is kind of included, and it's just a, a bonus on top of getting to visit Santorini, right. whatever. So, people come into the show, and, you know, five minutes in, if they have a dinner reservation, up and out. Uh, like, they don't give a shit. It's so weird, because in any other theatrical circumstance... I'm not going to stand up in the middle of Lion King because I have a dinner reservation, you know? Like, I things have. are just... Have you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry, Simba. <laughs> I mean, there's obviously emergencies and things like that where it you have It seems like to... you and your father are having a great time right now. I don't think I don't, I'm going to miss anything. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing... New. What happened? I came back... Like, I've been gone 30 minutes. Um, yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's a weird situation to be in because they are not there for you. Yeah. You are nobody to them. Um, and if they stay, they'll, yeah, of course, they enjoy the shows and everything, but it's a weird thing to kind of grasp their attention um, and and get them to stay and watch the show. And, I mean... It, it's, it's harder than doing a gig where, you know, they have they, paid money yeah. for you to be there or they have bought a ticket to come see your show specifically because that's not the case. Yeah, and I'm going to say that... Uh, guest on a cruise ship 
do not all speak English. For well, honestly, for the most part, they do. I would say ninety-five percent oh. of people on the ships are American or um, uh, European, like English. Um, it's very rare that you get someone on a ship that I'm on that yeah. doesn't speak English. They might speak, you know, they might come from I don't know Spain and speak a little like Spanish and a little bit of English, but enough to understand the show. Uh, there are cruise lines that do specifically like this is a French cruise line uh, and this is a Spanish cruise line, but they won't send me there because obviously I don't speak French or Spanish. So it's It'd be a good trick though. It would be an awesome trick. I would love to do it because they go to really cool places. Yeah. But um, yeah, for the most part, all English speaking. Yeah. Where are the coolest places you've gone so far? Ooh, good question. I loved. I love the Greek islands. Um, Santorini and Mykonos were obviously they're the most popular and people talk about them all the time, but there's so many other small ports that we went to. Um, trying to think of like Rhodes mm -hmm. or Rhodos. I don't know how you say it properly. I say Rhodes. Um, well, where we're going, we don't need Rhodes. We don't need Rhodes. <laughs> it's your kids, Marty. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're assholes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love that. And just being in the, like these small little ports. I loved Turkey. And oh, where else have we been? This is cliche, but I love Pisa. I loved going, looking at the tower and walking mm. through. Did you know that it's all like enclosed? Like the Leaning Tower of Pisa is enclosed in this little like village. Did you know that? I did not know that. Another thing I didn't know until I went there is, do you know what's inside the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Um, I'm going to say something that's making it lean. <laughs> no, it's fucking empty. Oh. Yeah. It's like a, it, imagine two tubes, a skinnier yeah. tube and then a wider tube outside and it just stares all the way up. But the center of it, completely empty. It's a bell tower. Oh. Yeah. Super weird. When, is I, weird. when I walked in to go up, because they had you in little groups, and you walked in inside and waited for one group to come down and out. And it's just a big, giant tube. Hmm. Yeah. Super weird. Have they thought about putting a slide in there? That would be awesome. Right? It would be... So, this would be hard, because I walked... You walk up it. I, I don't think there's an elevator. I don't think it's accessible, and that's just because it's so old that like they can't right. put it in. But when you walk up... Walking up one way is really easy because obviously it's leaning that way. And then walking up, still going up the other way, it's quite hard because now you're like, oh. it's leaning in a weird way. So you walk, it's easy, hard, easy, hard all the way up. It was really weird. So I think a slide would like, you'd go fast and then slow down and then <laughs> fast and then slow down or get stuck. I Super mean, weird. It's like some of those slides that we had at the kids parks, you know? Yeah. There was the, the loop. You'd like... Yeah, this is going to be super fast. And then actually, it's like often really slow. <laughs> yeah, those slides suck. And you're like, and then, okay, I'm coming down. No, not yet. No, I'm no, don't. I'm stuck. stuck here. I'm like, you're pu pulling yourself with your legs down. Or they were just made of metal and blazing hot. Yeah. And you'd burn yourself. They also seemed really big as a kid, which makes sense. Um, but now when I take my nieces and nephew to the park, I'm like, I can touch the top of <laughs> yeah. the ladder. Whereas this before, I was like, I don't know if I can go up there. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <sighs> they don't make it for adults. They do not. They should. They really should. They really should. They really should. Although, I don't know, because I've gone to, like, some of these places with my nieces and nephew, like the trampoline park. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I've been to a trampoline park once, and I, uh, I have a friend who was jumping, and they got double bounced, oh. and I watched them, like, accordion down, 
I was like, no, yeah. this isn't for us. No. The, the children can have this. I'll watch from this. Well, I'm not. That sounds creepy. Um, I'm not going to watch. I don't have kids. I don't have anyone. I don't know anyone who has kids. So I'm just not going to go. You know, it's not for me. Yeah. You know what? Double bounce was one of the biggest fears I had growing up. My sister was double bounced and like lost her breath, like was winded and oh, yeah. maybe like, broke ribs, snapped ribs. It was, it's insane. Don't go on a trampoline. <laughs> They're dangerous. Let professionals do that. Cirque du Soleil or bust. Yeah. No one else. So I want to segue. You're yeah. doing magic on a trampoline now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure out something to do on it. I'll do like cups and balls. I'll have a table and people jumping mm. around me and I'll try to do like cups and balls on a trampoline. Well, you, I've seen you. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. Swallow fire. Yes, I, I like do fire eating. Trampoline would be. <laughs> on, yeah, that seems safe and totally not deadly at all. Yeah. I'll try it. Um, <laughs> I would appreciate it. Yeah, I'll film it. Yeah. Um, One time. <laughs> and that was, that's it. That's <laughs> and then he died. <laughs> and that's how he died. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say that I have money riding on this, but. but <laughs> I win 100 bucks if he <laughs> chokes on that fireball and dies. <laughs> Was it nerve-wracking the first time you were going to eat fire? Oh, my God. Yes. I will say, I think if people, if more people knew, honestly, how easy it was, once you get the hang of it, more people would do it. <laughs> it's really weird. Like just in general? Like... Just in general. Because it's a really cool thing to watch. And it's a cool thing to be able to do, like, just to bust out, you yeah. know, like, if you're at a party and you have, I always have them, I always have the torches and a little bit of gas with me. It's super weird. <laughs> I don't, like, here just, it is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I always have, like, something in the car and people are like, can you do something? I'm like, well, I, I can swallow fire. So you do it. But it's super, it's actually really easy to do. And fire eaters are probably like, don't tell people that. It's very yeah. dangerous. And of course, yes, it's dangerous. But that's a lot of things. People learn, you know, how to f fly a plane. It's super dangerous. Yeah. But people learn how to do it properly, and they're fine. Um, that's like fire eating. Yeah. Super easy. Just do it safely. Learn how to do it properly. And it's a really cool thing. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was scared shitless the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I just... I remember watching you do it, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, yeah." I mean, I, you do burn yourself. It's fire. It's hot. You do burn yourself, but you kind of learn to deal with that. The one thing you cannot do if you're going to perform it in front of people, friends, a different story. But if you burn yourself while performing, don't make it seem like you've burnt yourself. That's the hardest thing to learn because oh. I don't want to make people uncomfortable. Right. I don't want them to feel like you know they're watching someone get hurt that's not cool so yeah you burn yourself on stage a little bit you've kind of just got to power through and finish your routine if you're not done um or make it seem like a natural ending and you can come to a close but that that was one of the hardest things to learn to like if i burn myself don't jerk and don't make it uncomfortable for right. the people watching so how do you how do you deal or recover when a trick goes awry it's not necessarily like something dangerous like fire but yeah. maybe just uh, maybe shredding like someone's hundred dollar bill <laughs> would that be <laughs> yes. yeah so oh. my last contract i was on i was on the virgin scarlet lady i was in we were coming out of miami so it was caribbean and I do a trick. You've actually seen this trick. It was in my very first show I did at Bourne. It was with a shredder. Right. And I have five envelopes and someone puts a bill in. I ask for a big bill because I make the joke bigger the bill, better the trick. And it is funnier because when you start to shred these envelopes that have 
a bill inside one of them, they panic. They're yeah. like, oh, God, that's going to be my bill. And supposed to, you know, open up the last envelope that's left and inside is their signed bill. It gets loaded inside. We mix them up. We start shredding these envelopes. And the second envelope I shred, I'm like, hmm, that's the bill. Oh. I shredded this guy's $100 bill. Oh. And in that instance, there is nothing you can do. It's really weird to be a magician and mess something up. Because if you're a musician, you, you hit a wrong note, you just kind of carry on. Yeah. And you haven't you know wasted everybody's time. But as a magician, there's all this setup to do for a trick. I've explained what we're going to do. We've done all this loading of the envelopes. Then we get to the part where it, magic's supposed to happen. And nothing happens. If you're a magician on stage and you mess up, you're a guy who's standing there for five minutes and nothing has happened. Musician, you know, you can still finish the song. Depends on the trick. You you screw up a trick like that. I was just like, you know what, Mike? <laughs> See me after the show. <laughs> um, other times you can mess things up and no one knows. Yeah. Because they don't know what the outcome is supposed to be. In this instance, it was the envelopes. Everyone knows what the outcome is supposed right. to be. But if you select a card and I mess up trying to find it, you don't know that I was supposed to find it that time. So I, I move on and do something else and find your card in another way or um, anything else. Make a joke about it. Make it funny. But um, yeah, sometimes you can recover and, and move on. Yeah. Sometimes you cannot and you slip $100 under that guy's door yeah. <laughs> uh, the next day. Yeah. I've done that, but for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> for, services? <laughs> for services? Services rendered. That's good. Yeah. Well, I didn't say I didn't do that. <laughs> I shredded his bill. He was mad. Yeah. I had to, to, you know, instant gratification. Then you get your money back exactly. later. <laughs> yeah. So there's different ways to deal with, with mistakes, but um, that one, there was nothing I could do yeah. aside from move on. Well, and it's so funny. <laughs> Just move on. Mm -hmm. It's funny because when I've seen your shows multiple times now, there's been moments and like, sometimes it's, I'm like, I don't know if he meant to, because then uh, all of a sudden things come back and you're like, yes. Oh wait, he didn't. And so then when you do other things, I'm like, is it, Oh, maybe it's just, and you don't know. You don't know. I always build that in. There's nothing funnier to me. And maybe it's just for me. I don't know if anyone else enjoys <laughs> this. Nothing funnier to me than a magician screwing up. I love it. Yeah. But then, when at the end of the show, say, it comes back and you're like, oh, he, they didn't mess up. Like, that was all part of it. Because now I've messed with you in two different ways. Right. Like, I've tricked you with the trick. I, you also thought I've messed up and then I didn't. And I come back and save it. It's really cool. Um, and it's a classic plot. It's like magician in trouble plot. But I always build that into the show because I love people thinking you've made a mistake and yeah. then being able to like rip their socks off with a, a solid ending like that. Right. Sometimes though it backfires because <laughs> when I shredded the bill, it's the second last thing I do in the show. Well, not shred the bill. Finding the bill in the envelope is the second last trick. Then I have this big box above the stage and this box gets lowered and I take out this piece of paper, this long piece of paper and it has all these predictions on it from throughout the show. And when we got to the end of this particular show where I shredded the bill, I could hear people whispering, oh, the bill, the bill's going to be in the box. The box has the bill. And I was like, uh, it is not like just lower your expectations. Now I didn't say any of this. Obviously I'm just like, they're going to be disappointed because it's not in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sometimes the, the, you know, messing things up on purpose gets me into more trouble than it actually provides a, a solid ending. But 
still going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. It, why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, there's also another type of person that we haven't talked about that comes to your sh- shows that uh, wants to, like, is there, they love it. They love magic, but they want to know. know how it works. Because I just was thinking about um, last year's Born Halloween show. Mm-hmm. And one of my coworkers and friends, Johan, yeah. kept coming back to watch the show because yeah. he was so fascinated by it. Yeah. But he was also, like, trying to I figure to out. Know. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. Uh, him actually coming back to watch it more and more probably messed him up a little more yeah. <laughs> because things change yeah. where you see it the first time and go, okay, I'm going to watch it a second time. And if that's the same, I know how it works. Yeah. But then these things change and it probably messed him up, probably threw him for a loop because now you have to think about how did it change, but still get it right. Um, where in my head, those things don't change. They are the exact same. It's just, you know, someone thought of something different, which means nothing to people listening to this podcast. But, uh, yeah, it's weird, the people that kind of want to know and how disappointed they are. Because I'll tell you, if you want to know how something works, I'll tell you. Yeah. but you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> and and they usually are. I'm like, I, honestly, you got to tell me right now. Because once you know, you cannot unknow it. Yeah. You cannot go back on that. Um, so if you want to know, just ask. Well, and and that's just it. He was like, he's like, because there was things that were slightly different answers. Yes. And and then he was like, he was like, I can't say thing. Uh, Tori Dar. <laughs> yeah. Tori Dar was doing some. She was filming. Filming yes, for you. Yeah. And he was like, she's, I was like, how is she like she's not able to tell like anything because the people are, I'm also witnessing, I was watching the show yeah, and they're writing right beside them. Yes. Yeah. Like, While, and the other thing I always tell people is I do this exact stuff or this exact show on a ship when Tori Dar has to work. Yeah. Like she doesn't come with me every gig. Like I'm just happy to have her here now. So she yeah. can film like that's how I get footage friends coming to film. Uh, but a lot of people think that it is like a, an assistant, which I never had an assistant. Yeah. I don't want to pay someone, first of all. Truth. And they, they have jobs. Like, they have to go to work. So, think about me going off into professional world or on a cruise ship where I don't have access to an assistant. How can these things work then? Um, but, yeah, Tori, Tori Dara was just filming that day. So, unfortunately, he's he's way off. <laughs> he's way yeah. <laughs> um, that's the other thing, too, is when people ask, is the show always the same? I'm like, well, it's the same tricks, but... You know, people are different, so answers to things could change or names change. So that's always something you have to factor in when people are trying to figure it out. Yeah. They're like, I, I got you. I know how it works. <laughs> like, you always just talk to someone named Bill. I'm like, well, how is that possible? Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. But Johan, yeah, I don't know if he figured anything out. He probably didn't. He's stupid. <laughs> oh, God. What an idiot. God, what an uh, idiot. I think there was, he said he, I, th- I remember him saying he figured one thing out. I can't remember what it was. Might have been a coin trick uh, or something. Oh yeah, no, yeah. he was telling, and I was like, no, like because I, yeah, I was like, no, I, I don't watched. think he was like, he was like, no, I was like, no, this is what happened, and he's yeah. like, no, no, this is what happened. But who knows? Maybe it's like that Berenstein Bears, Berenstein Bears, Berenstein or Bear, Bear. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the Mandela effect yeah. thing. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, and the other thing is, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Like that's. <laughs> Are you, yeah, are you, you telling might, us what your next show is? You might, yeah, more than one way to skin a cat. That's it. It's just me skinning cats. Um, yes, that might be a method. You might do it that way. But did I do it that way? Maybe, maybe not. 
Yeah. That's the thing. There's so many ways to do magic tricks. There's only five tricks out there. You can vanish something, make something reappear, move something across the table invisibly. I don't know the other two because I don't do them. <laughs> um, but <laughs> there's only so many tricks out there, but a million different ways to right. accomplish those things. So that he also has to contend with or the people <laughs> trying to puzzle it out. Yes. So if people want to become magicians, mm-hmm. no matter their age, which is what's great about it, it's something yeah. you can take you can up any age. Anytime. Um, I mean, we're in a great age right now with with online. Yes. You can just... There's so much you can do online. Great and detrimental at the same time. Yes. But, um, yeah, so much you can do online. I will say I always recommend and love books. So a lot of people say this is a negative, but when you're reading a book, a magic book specifically, not any other books... Um, they describe to you the moves. So if you're learning like a, a card trick or a coin trick, they will say, well, you're going to do this with the cards and they'll describe the move. And when you read that, you kind of have to just invent it yourself because right. you can, you can, it'll describe it as best it can, but there's no way for them to tell you how to move your hands or cover things up in a way that works best for you. So you kind of learn on your own with the guidance of this text, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so I always recommend learning from books. Whereas if you watch a clip, you try to emulate or copy exactly what they're doing and that won't work for you. So you'll get frustrated with it and go, well, this trick's dumb. I can't do it. You can, you just can't do it like they're doing it. Right. So I always recommend books, but if you're more of a visual person, there's a lot, so many videos out there, like millions and millions of videos about all kinds of different magic tricks you just google it like you said we're in social media era where youtube has literally everything you could ever ask for so it's a good way to get into it um but i always recommend books yeah yeah and you and i have had this conversation before um and millions of videos online that people can watch yeah uh you go to vegas and some of the most popular shows are magic shows yes um cruise <laughs> you're, yeah. you're not the only magician on cruise Correct. ships um why is it not just a normal night out here in calgary it's a great question i don't know like i've tried to obviously you know because yeah. you, you tried to help me it's not an easy sell like it's a hard sell to get people to come out to a magic show in calgary and it, literally every other big city um chicago they have the chicago magic lounge now um Los Angeles has the world famous magic castle. Like people go and see magic in literally every other big city in the world. Nashville even too has the house of cards. Um, Philadelphia has Liberty, Liberty magic. It's weird to me that it's such a hard sell in Calgary to get people to come out to see a magic show. And I don't know why it is. I don't know what it is. Yeah. If it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Because there's there were people I remember talking to one couple at the 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 last Born Halloween mm-hmm. show. They've come every single year. Every single year. Well, so here's the weird and they part. don't know us. Like. They don't. Well, they knew me from like a a, um, a walk around gig that I'd had. Or maybe it's a different couple. Were, no, do you maybe remember was, how they were dressed? Was it the were eight? they in neon? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I did a walk around gig at. Um, that brewery used to work at in Inglewood. Oh, Revival. Revival. Yeah. I did a walk-around gig there when they released their new dark ale, whatever it was. 
and I did a trick for them, just one, and it was a card trick where they signed a card, each signed a different card, and then they, I fused them together, and we found them in the deck. It was like a, oh, we love each other kind of thing, and they kept it as souvenir. She had the card. She was like, I carry this around in my wallet, and that's why we've come to the Born show, because we saw you. I didn't remember them from yeah. the revival thing, um, but that's why they came to the Born shows, because they saw me there, like, I don't know five years ago yeah um but yeah they they come out every time yeah and they love it i i assume they've come every time um <laughs> and they said that they love the shows <laughs> but yeah it seems like we get a lot of repeat people at yeah. the shows um and not new people just I, and again i don't know why magic is so fun it's so much fun and like i think about when I've, you know, been at my sister's house and we're watching America's Got Talent yes. and there's magicians Magician and, and every time. we're just, my, my sister, brother-in-law and my niece and nephew are all like, love this. Yeah. Like, we do love it. And yeah. Like, and yeah. And they go to Vegas, they see stuff. I think it's also like when you picture a magician now, if, if you walk up to someone and go picture a magician, describe to me what you're, you're thinking old white man with top hat and tails i literally had a top hat exactly yeah you think of top hat you think of a rabbit you think of dove you think of old white guy i'm old and white but (laughs) i'm not i don't have rabbits i don't have a top hat like it's fresh and new magic is coming back and being revitalized and it's it's different so if you're not coming to a magic show in calgary because you're like i don't want to see doves flying out of this guy's sleeves try it again just try it and if it's not for you fine but at least you tried um because it's it's different and new and a lot of magicians now are trying to be fresh and new even old magicians like penn and teller i love penn and teller um because i'm into magic but they're always like something fresh and new yeah um they're always revitalizing their show and yeah it's just classic vegas stage show but every other magician that i know um that's working professionally is always updating and doing new things and steering away from that classic cliche it's just fun and there's you know i i just think it's something different to do and i i you know again the whole reason behind hasn't had with craig the podcast is Mm -hmm. to showcase all the wonderful people we have in this city yeah and you can like doesn't have to always just be going out to musical performance but yeah drag performances yeah um theater magicians like we well we talked about having a drag story time or something at the um at the the born show yeah. last year it, it didn't work out the timing didn't work out or whatever it was but um having like this different kind of variety but i think drag is lucky that in that people love drag yeah um so they those shows get frequented but it's like variety shows music here in calgary is huge yeah um and that's about it like i was gonna say what else is there that's big in calgary it's nothing it's music but um king and it's also venues are really it's a hard sell to be like i'm a magician no yeah it's a hard sell to get them to host you even so i'm thankful to to you and to born and all these other places that have hosted me in the past uh, just for trying something new because venues in Calgary don't even want to, to try. Yeah. You know, like we have this and this and we're good with that. Like just try something new. Just try something yeah. new. That, and that's what I'm trying to do this year. Just trying to figure out different events. Like again, yeah. like I love doing trivia and name that too and a bingo, but let's do different things. Yeah. Get people out for different yeah. things and reasoning and showcase some awesome, talented people. Yeah. In the city. I agree. 
could not agree more. Because there's so many cool people here. There are. Yeah. There's a lot of stupid people. A lot of stupid people. <laughs> We're in Alberta. Yeah. So that's, you can't, you know. Goes without saying. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. They're I, not invited to the events, by not. the way. They're no. not. Stay away. Yeah. We yeah. don't want you. No. Um, but yeah. So hopefully we can get some more stuff for you this year. I mean, yeah. you're busy on cruises. <laughs> I am. I, I've got a really busy schedule. And like, um, I we're going on holiday in August. Uh, august or july or something like that. i don't remember i just go along when yeah. i'm told but um i have june and july booked off i booked it off because i've gone now from i had a little bit of time in december off but from last year and like june yeah i'm going right around to the beginning of june this year i was like i need a break and it's not that when i'm there it's like go 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 it's just that travel yeah back and forth everywhere i'm like different time zones and I'm, my sleep schedule's so off I'm just like, I just want to stay in one place for a while. Um, but we're going on holiday, and I was like, maybe I could do a show somewhere at a bar <laughs> on the way. So I contacted a few and might do that. But um, I'm trying to get away from doing fully cruise cruise lines. I'm trying to do like 50% cruise lines, 50% on land. And it, it could be on land anywhere. It doesn't have to be in Calgary. Like yeah. I'll travel on land to do these shows. But that's my goal for the next little while, like year and a half, trying to arrange shows on land and, and get back to doing that kind of stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Pretty busy. I'm, I'm thankful for the, the schedule that I, that I keep. Also just what a weird statement trying to book gigs on land. <laughs> yeah. It is a weird thing to, to people are like, what do you mean? Like, well, I do a lot of shows on water. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's well, Jesus over here. <laughs> I, I never, that never would have been part of my vocabulary until I start like, cause it's just a regular gig. Yeah. Like you just say, I'm, I booked a gig, but it's not. <laughs> I booked I a have, gig on land. I have water gigs and I have land gigs. I'm going to say yeah. that. Be like, I have a land gig. Hey, I see you're back in town, Ben. Do you want to come see me? I've got a land got a trivia. Land gig. I've got a land <laughs> trivia going on. Um, yeah, that, that's a thing. You got to do it. That's fair. I'm gonna start. I'm actually gonna start booking air gigs. Ooh. Yeah. Try to do like magic in a blimp <laughs> and hot air balloons. Ooh, hot air balloons. So there's three different kinds of gigs you can book: <laughs> land, water, and air. I want to do a hot air balloon so bad. I've never done one. I do not actually. No. I'm terrified of heights, <laughs> and I do. It's a fucking wicker basket. <laughs> I'm not getting in a picnic basket thousands of feet above the air, uh, the ground. You'll be fine. No, not doing it. I'm not doing hot air balloon. I'm not hang gliding. Hang gliding seems more terrifying to me. They both seem equally terrifying. Also, what's weird, and I've had this discussion with people before, bungee jumping really scares me. Yes. But I'm more willing to skydive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you. And, and I, I don't know like, why. I feel like there, if you actually looked at the stats, it would seem like there'd be more accidents bungee jumping, but people think skydiving because it's just... Here's what <laughs> I think about skydiving. You're you're a lot higher up and you have more time to, you know, release the pair. You're yeah. falling slower, whereas bungee jumping, you fall at the speed you're going to fall until you get yanked and stop. Yeah, um, yeah that does and seem more terrifying. Something like, it snaps yeah. or what? Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, what happens if your parachute doesn't open? <laughs> <laughs> then you're bungee jumping without a cord. And then it turns out that I'm, I can fly. And this is my origin story. Did you story. know that was, sorry to go on this, but the, um, you're, you're like, I'm trying to wrap this fucker up. <laughs> um, when you skydive or parachute, whatever it is, skydiving. Yeah. Skydiving. <laughs> they tell you how to survive if your chute doesn't open. 
Oh. They're like, aim for trees and <laughs> don't, like, don't go head first. And they're giving you these tips. I'm like, these are not going to say, I've fallen no. from thousands of feet <laughs> if i can't get my parachute open my thought isn't go oh look for trees yeah like, okay we're like swimming yeah. through the air yeah. to find a fucking fern to land on no look splat i remember the mighty morphin power ranger movie oh, who the doesn't? beginning they all start skydiving <laughs> because that seems like a normal thing for high schoolers to do 100 percent um and they all managed to come together make the circle yeah yeah um the same kind of thing in um kingsman Oh, yes. you ever see that? Yes. Yeah, where he got pissed because he they were they were like, you have one parachute that's not an actual parachute, but it was. <laughs> but they make the star and release it. Yeah, yeah. Teenagers again. Teenagers. Yeah, love but skydiving. They do. Apparently. Have you ever done iFly? No. You should. I want to. It's not worth the money, but worth <laughs> it. It's like a hundred dollars for three minutes. Oh. Yeah, that's not worth the money. It's not, but it's really fun. Maybe I can get them to sponsor me. Maybe. Passing time with Craig in the wind tunnel. You wouldn't hear any of the episode. It would just... <laughs> but louder. Yeah. yeah. That'd be really good. It was really fun. Um, but I would do it once and then be like, no. Yeah. Never again. But if you're good... They have a club, too. So you can go and like pay a membership and like learn how to do tricks and stuff. Whereas when you go, oh. it's just like a participant or like a patron. You just like float there for a minute and then down. And then you get to do that two more times. Hmm. yeah but give it a go i was gonna say i wish i could come up with a stupid business model that could make me money and then i realized like, a like i yeah. ask trivia questions i get to say stupid things on a microphone <laughs> yeah you can't talk <laughs> neither of us could be like what a stupid job i'm <laughs> me flicking cards showing them to people you asking people questions that you have the answers to already yeah yeah, yeah. i know people think i'm really smart i'm not <laughs> I, I just have them written down yeah i googled this i can google yeah. it yeah yeah um as we start to wrap up yeah um, I like to ask this to finish with people. Um, sure. What's awesome? What's awesome? Yeah. Oh, good question. Thank you. Can you? But before I answer, you've at, you've done other interviews this week. What have other people said? Um, people have said everything from uh, a local restaurant. Mm -hmm. They've said TV shows. They've said um, good people. Okay, I have an answer. Um, and it's only because it was the first thing that popped into my head when you said what's awesome sloths i i don't know what it is but <laughs> i loved i could watch a sloth for hours just moving along doing its sloth thing and they have the cutest little face they're just so innocent okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> um that's what Kevin said. Who's Kevin? <laughs> Anxiety the drag queen. Sloths as I well. I said what's awesome. And he was the, like sloths. The first thing they said was sloths. <laughs> Is this a magic trick? Then? <laughs> Wild. Okay, well, so, so I should change my answer. I no, should go no. with number two. Well, what's number two then? Both of mine were animals. I was like, if I had to pick another, it. well, when you said someone what's... else said sloths, I was going to say kangaroos. Oh, okay. I just love, you know what? Blanket statement, animals are awesome. Animals are awesome. I love animals. doesn't matter what it is, honestly, but some of my favorite. Um, oh, see, now I'm like, oh, fucking red pandas are awesome. Red pandas are awesome. Um, yeah. I love penguins. Oh, I love penguins. Every, so every time I'm at the zoo, I want to just, like, steal Cuddle one. a penguin. Yeah. I tried, when I got back, I flew in on Sunday and got home 
at a decent time. And the next morning I was going to take Tori Dar to the penguin march at the zoo, but it was too warm. So we didn't get to go. Uh, but that's one of my favorite things yeah. to do is the penguin walk. But uh, an- if you know, yeah, animals, animals are awesome. Show me an animal and I'm happy. Have Doesn't you seen the polar bears is. yet? I have not. I haven't been to the zoo since I we know, had them. I know. But I I'm wanna, never here. I, I want to go. I just was trying to avoid the crowds, but what's also good is that I'm not a Monday to Friday nine to five person. You can so go when it's slow. Hopefully. Yeah, that's the nice part about being unemployed yeah. for the most part. <laughs> yeah, um, is I can go whenever I want <laughs> or have stupid conversations on a microphone oh, exactly. with a friend. Yeah, well, this is this is work. This is work. Yeah, it is work. Um, <laughs> friend, interesting. Um, <laughs> oh right, sorry. <laughs> he fucking one-sided you about friendship. It. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Um, animals. Animals are awesome. Yeah. That's a good answer. Thanks. That's well done. I, weird that I said sloths first, but yeah, um, that yeah, that's that's my go-to, I guess. There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Ben Price, for being here. Thank you, Craig, for uh, having me. It's Ben Price Magic on Instagram. Ben Price. It's Ben Price Magic on literally every Everything. platform. Yeah, and you, like BenPriceMagic.com. Yeah. Yeah. You'll and, find me. Yeah. So people can keep up to date with what where you're at, what you're doing. They can. When you I have try some to land keep the website updated with like upcoming shows. It's just kind of useless to be like upcoming shows. I'm on this ship for a month because you can't come and see that. But I do try to keep it updated. And my Instagram is always the most current, probably TikTok and Facebook. Not so much, but I try. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Uh, ben Price Magic. Check them out and uh, try it. You know, if, if you are a venue in Calgary, or even like a corporate thing, a Christmas party, staff appreciation, holiday, whatever it is, I I perform for all of those. Maybe someday we'll get to do a joint corporate Christmas party. (gasps) Trivia and magic. Oh, Yes. You you could be the first. I'm talking to you, (laughs) looking at the mic, because it's the person listening. (laughs) That's who I'm talking to. You. You. If that is your real name. It starts coming out of their phone. Yeah, Yeah, that's it magic so you could you could be the first <laughs> trivia daddy magic trivia daddy magic yeah <laughs> okay i think that's enough that's the one that's the one well thank you once again ben price thanks craig and uh thank you all for passing time with me we'll chat soon bye